guess that you could call it, uh, as we've read before, like a day of disgust, right? I, I stood there and I was, I was sitting there and I said, it's $400. I can't afford a one bedroom in Los Angeles because of $400 that's dividing me. That's, that's it. And I said, man, is this, is this what your life has, has come down to? Is this, is this difference of, of money? I said, what, what do you, what did you do with your life? Like you're, you're 30 years old. Like there's nothing, you got nothing. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Kawan Karadagi. He previously featured on episodes 133 of Broken Bulbs, so be sure to check that out as well. Kawan stumbled into fitness and journeyed his way into becoming a master trainer. Now he serves as a guide to help others find their strengths and develop some new ones. He also hosts a podcast where he talks about stories of mastery, growth, and success. But he also struggled to come up with rent when it came time to pay. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, I just wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether it's through sharing the show or through leaving us a review. I really appreciate it. Now, recently I've started creating some bonus content over on patreon.com slash Alex Williams. Remember, I spell Williams differently too. If you want to support me over there, you can go to patreon.com slash Alex Williams or click the first link in the show notes. It'll take you right there, give you access to a ton of bonus content and a ton of other cool stuff that I've been working on. Enjoy the show. Kawan Karadagi, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? You know what, Alex? I think I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so you had thought you found your passion. I, you know, I, I think it's interesting maybe how often we think we find our passions and, and then we end up having to kind of move on, which is kind of what happened when you faced this financial crisis. Do you want to tell us this story? Yeah, you know, that it, this was a real turning point in my life. It was something that it was so hard to go through because it made me question everything. In, and I remember it vividly. It was the, it was the you know, um, turning point, I guess, that just changed everything in my life was that phone call that I received on January 3rd. I think it was January 3rd on 2014 is when I got the call. I, I, I received it. It was just New Year's. I was happy getting off the New Year, happy New Year buzz. And I said, okay, you know, I, I got a call. I was, I was at a two bedroom and my roommate called and said, hey, uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to make it to move back to, to Los Angeles. And we were, I was shocked with that news because we were on this lease together. And I said, man, what am I going to do? I said, I had no problem. You know, I, I, it's all right. We'll figure something out. I got off the phone and I was very calm. I remember because I said, if you freak out, there's, you know, there's not much you can really do with all that right energy. So it was, it was very interesting and challenging because I was in a point where I'd moved to LA. I'd been there for about four or five years and I was just resting on my laurels, man. You know, I was waiting for the phone to ring. I wasn't really doing much. I was working at a restaurant and just, you know, working out all the time. And I said, you know, I was looking back and I thought, you know, what, what was I doing with all my time? I was just hanging around, you know, I played a lot of chess, so I did that, right? And so when I got that call, I said, okay, well, it's time to look at some options. So I got online, I looked at, you know, one bedroom places for myself and I couldn't really find much. 
uh, that was in my price range. And then I said, okay, um, I better apply for a second job. So I called a bunch of restaurants and in Los Angeles restaurants, by the way, are like, you know, it's, it's like getting into the Pentagon. I mean, it's everybody, everybody's trying to get a job at a restaurant, right? So because everybody's an artist, right? Flexible shifts. So I said, all right, um, you know, I applied for like six or seven places and I got like three or four interviews. I never, no one ever called me back. And I'm so glad they didn't because if they did, my life would be completely different. And I said, okay, I'm not getting any jobs. I said to get a one bedroom, it's like a $400 difference. And that's when I kind of had, I guess that you could call it, uh, as we've read before, like a day of disgust, right? I, I stood there and I was, I was sitting there and I said, what am I, it's $400. I can't afford a one bedroom in Los Angeles because of $400 that's dividing me. That's, that's it. And I said, man, is this, is this what your life has, has come down to? Is this, is this difference of, of money? I said, what, what do you, what did you do with your life? Like you're, you're 30 years old. Like there's nothing, you got nothing. I was like, what do you get? I was like, well, there's gotta be a way. I was like, I, I don't want to move back, back home and, you know, just give up on this thing. So I said, well, what are you good at? So what, what skills, I just had to have a real talk, Alex, you know, I had to sit with myself and just say, all right, let's, let's cut this. What do you have? What can you, what skills do you have? I said, well, I play chess. So, well, let's face it, you're not good enough to teach chess. Like you're not, you know, um, Gary Kasparov, unfortunately. And I was like, okay, what else? I was like, well, I can serve tables. I was like, you can do that back home. May as well save rent. And um, I was like, I, I guess I can, you know, act. I was like, well, you're not paying the bills with that either. So I was like, what else do you have? And I said, um, I said the only thing I got is, is this working out. I said, I know how to work out. I know how to lift weights. And I, that's kind of it. And I was doing it for five years consistently at that point. So I had, I knew a lot about it. Um, I feel like you never know everything, but I had a good grasp. So I said, well, this is something. I said, what can you do with this? And it just was the perfect storm, Alex. I met a trainer at the gym I worked at, I worked out at, and he looked at me one day. Um, his name was Andrew. And he, he looked at me and he sort of, he just said, hey man, you ever thought about being a trainer? And I said, uh, a trainer, I said, what the heck is that? What, what, what do trainers do? And he said, well, you help people with goals and you, you do these things. I said, are these what these people are standing around monitoring other people working? <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's that's the trick. So I said, wow, that's cool. And then I ran home, Alex, and immediately looked it up. And I came back and he said, I'll tell you what, I'll get you a, an interview with my, my fitness manager. And the rest was history. You know, everything changed from there. I got the interview. I got hired. Um, but it took that moment of, of really just on the edge where I didn't know if I was going to move back or I was going to, you know, um, what I was going to do is going to just call it quits. Yeah. I think it's interesting what you said. You, you said, what can I do with this? You, you went through all of your skills, everything that you can do, everything you were capable of doing and kind of figured out, okay, where, where can I go from there? Is there... I don't know, do you have some sort of, I don't know, maybe it sounds like I'm asking for like a magic formula or something. Do you have something you recommend to, to people that they do in order to kind of follow a similar process where they figure out what they're good at and where they might be able to fit in so that they're not finding themselves defined by $400? That's, that's great. Exactly. I think you pay attention to the things you're doing, right? Pay attention to your habits 
pay attention to your daily actions and, and what kind of excites you and gives you joy. Um, because the answer sometimes is right in front of you. And that's kind of what, you know, my message is there. I, I was, I was doing, I was looking around for everything in the universe to help, but I was, the answer was there. It was at the gym. It was the iron. It was the dumbbells. I was, now I just had to find a way to essentially, um, well, if you will, monetize that, right, was to make a career out of it or make money off of it. So I said, you know, that, that's kind of it, you know, get to that place where you're, what are you doing daily? What do you, what gives you joy and, and run with it, you know, throw yourself at it and find a way to, to do that because that's essentially what's going to be, you're always going to love it. I still love, I mean, working out, it's like a love hate, but I, I enjoy it because I, there's never been a day where I'm like, man, you know, working out is so such a terrible thing to do. I, really, <laughs> I don't think I've ever had that. So for me, it's like, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a pain. It's a chore sometimes, but I'm like, you know what? I feel so much better after. And I'm like, that's, that's the thing you got to find. I love that. I, I really, really like that, that idea of finding what gives you joy and then thinking, what can I do with this? You know, where, where can I go with this? And then running with it. I really appreciate that. And of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what's working for you now. What else are you doing in order to, you know, run with your own things? How are you bringing value to people? How are you bringing joy to people? Why don't you fill us in? Where can we find you? Yeah, thanks, Alex. You know, the thing I love is engaging with individuals on, on you know, deep levels of conversation and helping, you know, people find insights and, and realizations to things, right? Or to overcome, you know, internal obstacles and philosophical um, and, and then even external. I think strategizing and problem solving is something that I enjoy because deep in this like confusion in life, there's there's answers, right? And you just have to like kind of look for them and it's, it's an adventure, you know? So I try to get into some of that in, you know, on the podcast at Valueverse. Um, so on all streaming platforms and um, also on Instagram at Valueverse as well. So um, definitely doing that just to sort of uh, kind of give back what, what I learned and um, and just talk to people and have, have the space for others to learn from as well. Fantastic. I'm going to put links to Valueverse and everything else that you're doing down in the show notes so people can go and check out the work that you're doing. Highly recommend it myself. And with that, I just want to say thank you very much for joining me. Hey, thank you, Alex, for having me on. It's the best podcast I've done. Awesome. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Pay attention to your habits. Pay attention to what excites you. And pay attention to how you're going to keep your head above water. Special thank you to Kawan for joining me once again and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. Be sure to check out his work, including his podcast, which I've linked down in the show notes. And... Make sure you check out episode 133 of Broken Bulbs, where Kawan previously featured. And if you want to offer your support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit patreon.com slash alexwilliams, or just use the first link in the show notes. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me from wherever I happen to be to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio. We are, of course, a proud member of the Create Fine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.